Hey friend, I'm so glad you're back. So, when I asked you to look around your home on our last episode, what else did you notice besides the piles? Perhaps a little or a lot of stuff, aka clutter? Now, before we go any further, my guest today and I want you to know that you are not the only one and you are certainly not alone. Because let's be honest, clutter tends to accumulate no matter how hard we try to keep our stuff in good order. But like we often say around here on the podcast about our time, clutter is not a disorganized drawer, shelf, home, or closet. It's really a disorganized heart. That's why when you try to organize your stuff, it just goes from order back to disorder. But when you address the root issue with a truth and a right mindset followed up by action, you'll be amazed at how much easier it is to clear not only the space, but also your head and heart. And that, my friend, frees up precious time and attention to invest in what matters most. My guest today, Anne Storino, balances life as a Christian woman in midlife, as a wife, mom, and grandmother who enjoys boating, jet skiing, and spending quality time with those she loves. She's also the co-owner of Organize with Anne, which I love that she does with her 13-year-old granddaughter, Gianna. With over three decades of experience in organizing and implementing systems, Anne is dedicated to helping women bring order back to their lives and transform their lives with peace and joy. With Anne, you can trust that your journey towards a more organized and fulfilling life is in capable and caring hands. So, are you ready to dive in with us and declutter your life? Good. Let's start with your stuff. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, Make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Welcome everyone to the Redeem Her Time podcast. You are in for a real treat today. So listen up, but um, first you're like, Lissa, who am I going to hear from today? We've been bringing on so many amazing guests over the past couple of weeks and over the next coming weeks that are part of the series on how we can be more intentional with our time by having some kind of a system, a plan, a routine, or a different mindset around different areas in our life where we tend to waste time. So today, I guarantee every single one of you listening is going to be able to relate at some level 
with my guest today. Um, so let me go ahead and just welcome you, Anne, to the podcast. But before we dive into what you do and what our problem is, I want you to tell us about you. Who and what is filling your time in this season of your life? Thank you so much, Lissa. Um, I am a mother of four adult boys, grandmother of soon-to-be 13-year-old Gianna, and a new granddaughter arriving in January, Isabella Rose. Um, married to my husband. I met him when I was 17 years old, and I came from a family, there's 10 kids and being number eight out of 10 organization was a struggle. And when I met my husband, he's the most organized person I've ever met. So quickly to, you know, make everything work. And as we were having four kids in a very busy life, we realized organization had to be our top priority. Wow. You know, it's so interesting because so often I think the story goes the opposite way where our husbands are kind of all over the place and we're the ones as the wives who kind of create some order in our home. And so I love the fact that yours is opposite 10 kids. That must've been a lot of stuff, right? I mean, even if everybody just has a couple of things, now you're organizing, you know, all of that in one space. And I can see how that could be something that's, you know, overwhelming. So you know, as you started working on this on your own and, you know, figuring out how to create order, how to live more organized just in your own space, take us a little bit on that journey of what took you from, okay, this is what I need. And my husband is helping me learning this to this passion that you have now to helping other Christian women in this area of organizing and decluttering. Um, You know what? I always have had a passion for helping other people which is a great thing, right? I put everybody else in the world first. I worked in restaurants for 40 years. And what I realized I loved the most was, you know, being of service to the customers and to the employees and helping them, you know, make the most of their lives and so forth. Um, And about, you know, three years ago, I looked back on my life and realized that with that number one passion to always serve others, I kind of forgot about myself and priorities were very, very messed up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you are not alone in that. I guarantee every woman listening today uh, in any stage of life, but especially as we hit midlife, I think so often we have done what you just said. We've worn the badge of busy of serving others, right? We've put ourselves on that back burner for so long and you know, and now we're realizing the effects of that, right? The things that are starting to build up, maybe how it's affecting our faith walk, our relationships, you know, even what we're doing to work or serve in the world, it starts affecting our joy. Um, And so it's so key that we take time to, as I like to say around here, fill up before we pour out because we can't pour from an empty cup, right? And so we need to do that. And so I love that you push pause And said, I can't keep going on like this. And I'm going to redirect a little bit here and still turn it in a way to serve others, especially when it comes to stuff. And I I love this this topic of organizing and decluttering. Um, A little over a year ago, I picked up a really good book called The More of Less by Joshua Becker. And here's what I love is the tagline, finding the life you want under everything you own. And what I love about this book is just like on Redeem Her Time. We we talk about this all the time. Busy is not a calendar issue. It's not a to-do list issue. It is a heart issue. And if we don't address the heart issues, we can have the beautiful time blocks. We can have an amazing, you know, well-orchestrated to-do list, but we're still going to have that 
feeling of angst and worry and busy in our hearts. And he dives into in this book that our stuff is really a reflection of what's going on in our hearts. And I actually did a whole podcast series on this last summer. So I will link to it for anyone who wants to go back and listen to this. It's we get in the heart first and then we start getting into our stuff. But I just want to read one thing before we dive a little bit more in today. And this is his definition. Now he calls himself a minimalist. So I think you could substitute declutter or organizing or minimalizing. Any of those could fit this, but listen to this definition. And I'd love to, Anne, to get your take on this so that, you know, just to kind of set up our conversation where we go, he says, it's the intentional promotion of the things we most value and the removal of anything that distracts us from them. Like, how does that resonate with you as someone who works with people on a regular basis with too much stuff and stuff that's all over the place? Yeah. So when I look back on my life, it was all about, I would always see these spinning plates. Mm. So there was these spinning plates and I felt if somebody needed something or somebody asked me for something, all I had to do was add a spinning plate to the rest of them. Right. So originally the plate would wobble a little bit. And then eventually I could get that plate up there. So I didn't understand that there was a limit to that, right? So whether it's your stuff or your schedule or um, paper, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. there comes a point where we have to have boundaries and, and there is too much. And I have to be honest, and we didn't talk about this before, but until I spoke with you on some of these subjects, I really couldn't wrap my brain. I knew there was something I needed to fix, Hmm. but I didn't know how. And I didn't like, I had done everything I knew how I didn't know what the next step was. Right. Hmm. Um, So what you had talked about was a life of busyness um, versus a life of faithfulness. Hmm. And that's what really clicked was, okay, it's not about the busyness. Right. Right. So when starting this business, I actually started it with my granddaughter organized with Anne. And if she was here, she'd say, Anne Gianna. Uh (laughs) Um, But what we did was we just saw it as a way to help people. And what I explained to her is, you know, we've been very blessed and we have a fabulous life. Right. So I felt greedy by doing the business and I felt that, you know, God was calling me to help other women mm. that are have gone through that same busyness of life mm. and hopefully help them figure it out before they're 59, like right. I am. Right. You know? So how could I do that at the greatest magnitude? Um, and God just blessed, blessed us, me and Gianna, and the people that he has called us to help um, have just been you know, more of a blessing to us than I think we are to them as it, you know, God can always work it out that way. So it's, it's been really neat and trying to minimize the busyness and really focus on the correct things and be intentional, like Joshua mentions in his book, um, of what's most important. Yeah. Cause, cause it's going to take time, attention, energy away from what matters, right? All the stuff we have, It takes time, money, energy to get it into your home, to maintain it, to keep it up, to fix it, to repair it, to move it, to, you know, and all those things are taken away from things that matter. And here's what I found also, whether it's with our schedules or with our stuff, things tend to go from order to disorder. I don't know if you remember back in science class, remember junior high, we talked about the law of entropy, right? That there's this universal law that things naturally move from order to disorder. 
So we don't really fix the heart and the root issue. Yeah, we can have really pretty cleaned shelves or clear clear counters. We we take care of those paper piles we talked about in our last episode, or we finally you know tackle that closet or that drawer. But if we don't really get to the heart issue behind our stuff, then guess what? Over time, it probably will just fill back up again. And a lot of times with things that don't matter. So let's kind of dive into this about this area of just, you know, of just stuff, right? And and getting to this place of, of, first of all, having a bunch of clutter, but then also, you know, not having, you know, a semblance and or, or, uh, organization to that. Why is this typically a struggle for, you know, my audience is Christian women. So why is this something that we struggle with as women? And what are some of the ways that it costs us? So for me, um, it, it co- has cost me in my health, in my relationship with my husband. And ideally, after talking to you, you know, eventually I realized, oh my goodness, you know, it, it has affected my relationship with God as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I am a paper person. I have a lot of paper, a lot of piles. I'm working a lot on a lot of projects. And it's really interesting preparing for t- today's podcast I thought, you know what, my office is really not set up for where I am in my business today, right? We've been in business for three years and things are changing. So as I prepared for today, I really pretty much overhauled my entire office, (laughs) got papers filed away, got things organized and put systems in place so that the flow of work Mm. will will shorten my workday so that I can increase the other parts of my day, which is really what it's all about. I just heard the other day that the average person, I'm not going to say spends, I'm going to say wastes one and a half hours a day looking for things. Yes. So like you just said, when you have a workspace or a kitchen or a bedroom or any space in your house, that's just kind of out of control we are wasting so much of precious time trying to get our hands on that thing that we're just sure we have somewhere, right? All the while taking away from, you know, the other things that we could be investing that time in. And I love how, not that I love that this has cost you, but I love your example of the fact that this did not just cost you, you know, there's the money we spend on these items that we bring into our home, but how how you noticed it, it affected your relationships and your faith walk and your health and your joy, you know, overall. And so it does, it has this ripple effect in every area of our life. And I always say what's going on the outside is really just a reflection of what's going on inside. Right. And, and when we, nobody loves to, you know, imagine walking into your office yesterday, how you felt inside seeing that compared to today, like, tell us like, what's the difference for you? Like sitting there today, feeling like everything has a place. I know where to find things. It's, you know, it's, it's in order versus, how you felt about it, maybe the couple of days or weeks leading up to today. Yeah. And so, um, again, always putting everyone else first, the house, the garage, the landscaping, I mean, everything's in perfect order. So Mm -hmm. if I'm going to let something go, it's going to be my office. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to you yesterday and I said, I'm just stuck. I can't, I can't figure it out. I can't get past it. But after we got off the call, I finalized the piles of paper and I put the systems in place in my office. So I'm no longer stuck, overwhelmed, mm. and not knowing where to go um, to feeling energetic, motivated, and excited to do what it is that I need to do. And the, and the one piece also, 
as I was going through the piles of paper, I came across my notes from you. And um, what I really keyed in on was with faith as my foundation, embracing your, you know, the four D's and I call them your four D's, you know, Uh delete, delegate, delay and delight, because I always felt that I had to keep my commitments. So Mm -hmm. if I had committed to doing something, even if it was causing me harm or not, you know, it, it really shouldn't be in my schedule right now. The one that really helped me was delay. Yeah, you can delete it, but you know what? There's things that I can delay and now might not be the net right time. And I can look at that schedule or pile of papers that I think I need to take care of or do later. And maybe I'm going to do them. And maybe I'm going to just decide it's something I don't need to do anymore. So mm-hmm. I really found a lot of satisfaction and um, peace, mm-hmm. you know, coming into the office and really having a focus and knowing that I've been working on my schedule. And as a result now, I can really focus where it is that I need to to focus and what it is that I need to do to do next. Yes, because let's be honest, if we're sitting in a messy room, right, we're, we're noticing the dust bunny in the corner. We're, we're noticing the book that's off on the shelf. We're noticing that pile over there. We're feeling guilty about it. Even if we don't do something about it, there's that, that guilt, like you said, I've put this off. And I'm feeling guilty about doing that. So we don't want to stay in this place of feeling this way about our environment. And and like you said, you know, we've all, we're creating these homes. Sometimes it's easy to make everything else look pretty for everyone else. And then, you know, just shove everything in that, in our office and close the door or in our bedroom. And yet mm-hmm. we need that space to really flourish too. So if we want to start changing or growing in the area of, you know, kind of what does our environment around us look like? How much stuff do we have? How much clutter do we have? How organized is it? You know, we're not just about great intentions here. We're about like, let's take some action with God. So what are some practical steps that we can take or think through that will help us to start creating some order? Maybe like you said, even deleting, getting rid of some things, whether it's tasks or whether it's stuff that we just don't need that's sucking up that time and energy. What are a couple of things that we can start doing to grow in this area? So um, with all that in mind, and the four D's, you know, I looked at and I thought, okay, I need to simplify. I need to slow down and I need to put my faithfulness over busyness. Right. Mm -hmm. So in my office, I kind of created zones. So I have a zone for my morning time and my quiet time with God. And then I have another desk that's focused towards emails and my calendar and so forth and so on. And then another desk that is set up for, you know, um, actually reaching out to my clients and doing the Zoom calls and doing the coaching that I do with them. And in that is having a focus with boundaries. Um, I can't take on everything. And I need to really, you know, give it to the Lord and say, well, what is it that you would have me focus on today? And it's amazing to me how things flow so much better. You know, I want measured accomplishment with my business, but, but as a result, I want to be helping other people. So if I'm just doing busy work Mm. and, and I have all these piles of paper and books around, it's causing mental clutter, whether we know it or not. Right. So I feel that I cleared my head and then, you know, cleared the playing field so that I can move forward and not only my office, but making sure I'm really organizing my habits, my routines, my activities, 
and especially my health, my relationships and finances, right? Because you keyed in on the heart issue, right? If we're disorganized somewhere in our life, something's going to suffer and it could be our finances. It could be our relationships. Um, so I, I just really feel that I'm in a much better place now to, you know, do what's next. I love how you created those zones and there's such a great parallel between the zones you just walked us through in your office and time blocks in our day. Right. So when you show That's up to that space, yeah. I love it. When you show up to that quiet time space, you're not, you're not trying to answer emails. You're not trying to like create, you know, content or whatever else you need to do in the day. You're like, this is my space and this is what my focus is. And I, I show up here and I'm fully present to this task. And then when you move to that next place, right? Like now you can focus on that area. And that's, that's such a beautiful idea of creating different zones in our home, which is why I think like in our, in our calendars, what I run into is this device thing that follows us around 24 seven tends to like cross those boundaries. Right. Um, And so when we can get that away, so we can just focus in on the zone, right. That's going to help us to, to be more present there. And the same thing I think happens in our home when we've got everything on the dining room table from work to homework, to meal prep, to the laundry, you know, that needs to be put away to the dry cleaning that needs to get dropped off. And, you know, everything is in one pile. We can't really address it. We can't give anything time and attention. And yeah, then it's just like, you know, chaos in us and around us and uh, for sure not where we want to be. So that's a great idea of just creating those zones near home. Um, and we talked about this, like we talked about the paperwork the other day, like create a place where you deal with paperwork and make sure it's near your calendar and make, make sure it's near a recycling bin, because those are the two things you're going to need to access probably the most often when you're going through the mail or you're going through the stuff that you brought home from church or the stuff you brought home from the meeting you know, and then do what, put it where it needs to go, right? Put it in that right zone. So that way, when the time comes, it'll be there for it. And you're not cluttered trying to uncover something that's buried somewhere. I love that. And we, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but how does, how does really growing in this area, you know, and I want to say if our entire home is a mess, right? Like we, we can only start in one space, right? And then we can gradually go yeah. from there. But even as we just start in that, maybe it's that one desk or one countertop or one drawer or one room. How does that start changing things? What does it allow us to better invest our time in when we start doing that? Well, I think what it does is action, um, I think, helps with our motivation. And then we see some success. So then we're motivated to do more. Um, quite often when I'm in person in a house with my clients, the ones that I think I'm going to come back and they are going to have done nothing else. All of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, that one drawer, that one task got me motivated and I saw the success. So I just kept going. So it's taking that action and then that helps with our motivation. And then we see success in the results, I think, too. Ah, Yeah, that's so key, right? And sometimes we need that extra support to be able to take that next step. Because like you alluded to earlier, sometimes we come to a place, whether it's in our calendar or in our homes with our stuff, we just feel overwhelmed, right? And it's like, I don't know what to do next. I, do, I, I know I have a problem. <laughs> my, my calendar is a mess. My home is a mess. Whatever it is, is a mess. But I don't know what to do. And so that's where we invite other people. Um, like you, like me, who can come in and, and give, first of all, an outside perspective, right? We're not emotionally attached to someone else's stuff or to the commitments on their calendar and can really help start processing. And like you said, just one little thing at a time. So 
What is one piece of encouragement that you would give to that woman right now who's maybe feeling a little overwhelmed as she looks around her right now and she's like, I got a lot around me that is really cluttered and making me feel cluttered. What would, what would you say to her if she wants to just kind of take that first step? I think to take the first step, and I, I think you're going to touch on this also, but um, the free guide that I have, Declutter Your Life, Let's Start With Your Stuff, mm-hmm. what it does is it focuses on the mindset. And everybody gets, I think, down on themselves and discouraged because things are disorganized. And right. they think they're the only ones that are dealing with this issue. And in reality, there is not one person that isn't dealing with stuff and clutter at some point in time. They're just not sharing, you know, those closed doors and the bedrooms where everything is at. So try to give yourself some grace and know that just taking those little steps um, will really help, but it's about the mindset and just, you know what, everybody can do this and little by little. And if it helps, you know what, ask a friend or, you know, sister or somebody to come over and do it with you. And make it fun because it can be fun. It doesn't have to be so tedious. Yes, I love that. And I love that it starts with a mindset. I am a take action girl. I want to jump into, tell me the what to do. I don't have have time on the mindset. And yet over the years I've learned, goodness, Lisa, if you don't start there, if you don't start with the heart and the mind issues, you can do whatever you want on the outside, but it's not going to last. And so I love that you take women there first and that's having a right perspective because that's what's going to keep us committed to a task that may be overwhelming and daunting. And honestly, for a lot of us, it would take a long time to get our, our homes looking like we want it to, but with the right mindset and that motivation, it will help us to do that. So goodness, thank you so much for all of your wisdom. I love that you're doing this with your granddaughter. What a gift and what a way to like pour into her and into, you know, her growth and things like that. So I know that we've just scratched the surface. Um, but I have women listening who are like, okay, I need somebody that can help speak into this. So we're going to definitely link to your guide that you just mentioned, um, so that people can go and grab that. Are there any other places where, you know, where you're hanging out, where women should, uh, can go and find you to hang out and learn a little bit more from you? Yeah. So at my website, organizedwithan.com, um, you can connect with me there and get a lot of motivation. And when you go there, it'll have all my social media links. And I think that's what I've found with people that I've connected with, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, people are so shocked and surprised by just the motivating and the quotes and so forth Mm -hmm. to realize that they're not alone. We're all struggling with this stuff. We're just at different points in time. And it's something that is can be figured out and it doesn't have to be so miserable. You know what? We can make it fun and we can have a good focus on it so that if we have the right mindset, we're going to have the right results. And I think we're going to bring ourselves a lot of peace and joy. And, you know, there's hopeful. I want women to be hopeful that this is able to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes we build it up to be so big in our minds. And for me, when I feel like my closet in my office, I finally tackled it. But for the longest time, it just felt so big to me. I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time. It just felt so big. And once I started, it really did not take as much time as I had made it up to be. It was not that big a deal. And it felt so good to get it done. And then it was funny. My husband rented a dumpster this past week because he was decluttering some stuff from the garages outside. And he's like, hey, if you have anything that you need, need to throw in here, I'm like, I'm decluttered. Like I've been going through things. I have maybe a little box of donate donatable stuff that I keep out at all times just to add to, but 
yeah, then you get into this, like, I'm just being mindful whenever I'm opening a drawer, whenever I'm opening a closet, whenever I'm, you know, looking at something, yeah, do I really need this? Maybe I could bless someone else with this. Um, and keeping it, yeah, in that, in that good place. So we don't get back to <laughs> where things have been in the past, right? Well, my listeners who have been listening for the last couple of weeks know that I have been inviting my guests to come into the Redeem Her Time community so that we can have some more conversation. Cause I feel like the podcast is just the beginning, right? Like we're starting to talk about this issue, but really where the good stuff happens is in the after party, I call it, where we're talking about how this really affects us. And so if you're listening right now, I'm inviting Anne to come into the Redeem Her Time community where we will have a specific question related to this podcast. And I encourage you, come in and you can post a picture of an area that's a problem right now and get Anne's feedback. You could just say, I'm just overwhelmed. Where do I start? You could ask a specific question like, Come in and let's together start taking that next step for you. So that way you can, you know, get that time back, get that money back, get that energy that's being wasted, get your life back and start really investing it uh, where it matters um, in this season of your life. So we'll make sure to link to all of that in the show notes. Um, and thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your expertise and your story, right? Because you've you've just you're just further down the road than we are, and that's what I love, right? We we're not perfect, even as coaches, we're just helping people that are you know that we're a little bit ahead of. Um, and in closing, I always like to ask this question to get into your heart and calendar. So when you think about this season of your life, what's one thing that you would like to make more time for um, in this season? Yeah, I. Lisa, I love this question, and just until a few minutes before the podcast, I really didn't look at it, and I was just amazed at how much that question moved me. Mm. Um, I just got back from a trip with uh, 11 of my high school girlfriends. We went to Vermont, and they went off and went tubing and hiking, and I didn't go because my health, you know, Mm. my my next thing is going to work on my health so that I'm able to do more energetic activities. Uh, and then I had someone from our church say, Hey, they just started, they just started this group and I saw adventure in the description and I got nervous. So I'm not going to shy away from that. I'm going to work on my health and my energy, you know, through focus and, you know, setting time to make it happen. Yeah. I love and, that. And I actually now with things being organized and my schedule organized, I have the time and the motivation to make it happen. I love that. I love that. And you are going to do it. And then you're going to have so much fun on those girl trips and doing the things, the extra things that you want to do. And that's beautiful. So listeners, as you are thinking today, right? Like, what do I want to create more time for so that I can more fully live in this season of life? You know, what do you want to give more time to? Guess what? You do have the time, like Anne said, it's just a matter of investing it in what matters and be thinking about a woman who might be encouraged by our conversation today who, you know, maybe, you know, feels guilty or bad about all the stuff that's in her life uh, and in her home, or just really wants to have, you know, create this order um, so that she can truly invest in other things that matter. Share this podcast with her. Ann and I are here to serve and we want to uh, make sure that women out there are hearing the message that, like you said, Ann, you're not the only one and you don't have to do it alone. So we will look forward to, yeah, just inviting them into this conversation as well. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to slow down to simplify and put faithfulness over busyness in my home and life. You too? I loved the idea of creating specific zones for specific tasks or activities, and then protecting those things that matter with healthy boundaries. Does that remind you of the time blocking method we talk about around here? 
I just love the parallels between our stuff and our schedules. Because when you let all the things clutter up the same space, nothing gets your best time and attention and it only costs you more time. So the question is not how much stuff do you have, but what are you going to do about it? Whether it's a little or a lot, no matter how overwhelmed you may feel right now when looking at all the clutter around you, the key is to take your next step and get the support you need to keep going. That's why we're diving more into this topic today inside the Redeem Her Time community. And here is today's community question. What is the next step that you'll take to slow down and declutter? It may be focusing on a drawer, a shelf, a closet, a room. It doesn't matter. The key is to get started and get accountable. So come share with us and be sure to bring your questions for Anne inside our community. I'll be sure to link it in the show notes, or you can visit redeemhertime.com forward slash community. And speaking of clutter, if your time feels pretty cluttered lately, let's slow down to simplify and clear some space. I'm offering a few limited spots for a one hour schedule shaping strategy session. So don't let scheduling yours get buried under all your stuff. Because once we clear out your calendar, your head and heart will be clear too. And then you can be more present with who and what truly matters in this season. Isn't that what we all want? Yes. So go grab your spot at redeemhertime.com forward slash session and let's start decluttering together. And because all we've talked about today is really a heart issue, before we go, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Father, we come before you, and God, we confess that we let a lot of stuff get in the way. We let a lot of stuff pile up and build up and find that we are giving our best time and attention to less important things and not to you and what you've called us to. Help us to clearly see the heart issue behind our stuff, whether it's in our calendars or in our closets, and to start intentionally promoting the things we most value the gifts that you have given us and remove anything that distracts us from them. May we be free and clear to be able to live lives fully committed to you and fully present to what matters most. Thank you that we are not alone and we don't have to do this alone. So we thank you for your presence and for those who can walk this journey with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Be 
Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.